Welcome to the Torah Sisters Podcast. I'm Amy K. Gunther, and I love Yeshua, and I keep the Torah. I created Torah Sisters to help other like-minded women have a place to connect, grow, and be encouraged. Go to TorahSisters.com and sign up to get my free emails. And while you're there, also visit the store to subscribe to Torah Sisters Magazine. You can also get free stuff and lots more. I hope that you feel at home here. Hey, Torah Sisters. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Amy of TorahSisters.com. I have a cold. I'm a little stuffy. Please forgive me, but I did not want to skip making this podcast for you to encourage you to do Passover. If you're new to learning about Passover, learning about Sabbath and Torah and maybe how the Old Testament fits into the Christian faith walk, now is the time to do a quick learn, and I can help you with that, a quick learn and to do Passover and the entire Feast of Unleavened Bread. If you are maybe older to Torah, but you're feeling discouraged, like, does it matter? Is it worth it? Or even possibly I'm not worthy, things like that. He doesn't really care. Stick around because I'm going to encourage you as well. So there's a lot to talk about. I'm going to try to not make this too long. Um, first of all, I want you to know that in the description box below, because a lot of questions that you're going to ask about the ins and outs of Passover, I have already answered on a blog post. So I will link to that blog post below. And in that blog post, you'll also see a link to go get, I call it a Passover kit. It's a download. So the, I'm sorry, read the entire blog post. If you've never done Passover before, and you just want to know how Amy does it, That's what the blog post is about. It's about how I do Passover when I do it in my home and why I do the things kind of. And then also at the top, there is a link to the free, free, free Passover kit. And that is a a collection. It's a download. And then you get a Passover Haggadah, which is like a, a program booklet, like full of scripture and things to read while you go through the Passover Seder program. And that is a free download. It's free. You download it, print it at home, or put it on a flash drive or something. Take it to Office Depot, print it, make a copy for the the folks at your home who can read, not the little ones maybe. And you just follow that through. There's also in that download kit, like checklists, things to buy. What do you need for a Passover? Things like the bitter herbs and some salt to put to make salt water or some some unleavened bread, things like that. So it, as far as like helping a, a, a person who's new to Passover, it's already there. I'm not going to go over all of that in this podcast. It's all there in the blog post and in the Passover download kit. That download kit gets downloaded more and more every single year, you ladies, and I'm just so touched by it. Every year, of I, I've given you guys tons and tons of free stuff, and it's my pleasure to do so. I love, love, love giving away free downloads. Of all the downloads, that Passover kit is the number one download by far, and every year it's more and more and more ladies who I assume are new to doing this. And some of you I know go back and get it every year because every year, you know, I change the design and it has like different flowers and it's prettier and um, more trendy or whatever. (laughs) But I think a great majority of the downloads are people who are new to doing Passover. And I 
love that. I want, that is what I want. I want my ministry or business or whatever this is, is for ladies who have determined in their hearts that, yes, we are supposed to do this Old Testament stuff to honor the Father, to be like Yeshua and Passover as part of that. And so I'm happy to give you helps to do that and check everything I do. I'm not always right. You follow scriptures, no matter what Amy says, <laughs> you do what the scriptures say and you do what you believe the Holy Spirit is convicting you to do. But if my materials are helpful, I am so glad about that. Um, so it's it's been downloaded I don't even know. Last time I checked, it was it's just a stupendous amount. So go read the Passover blog post and get the Passover kit if it's helpful. And it, maybe it's not all helpful. Maybe you just use parts of it. So the next question a lot of you will ask is, when do we do Passover? Well, that depends on which calendar you keep. And if you're new to this, here's the quick lowdown. A lot We don't all do the same schedule or you could call it a calendar, but the same schedule that tells us when is Passover, when is this, when is that. We're not all the same, unfortunately. (laughs) So if you don't know when to do Passover at all, you have no idea, then just go Google it. Do it like, you know, the Jewish people do it. And um, if you have more of a specific calendar in mind, I do have, I'm going to link below to something I call the goodie bag. It's another download where I have Hebrew calendars that you can download that will tell you when Passover is on four, five calendars, actually, or a blank one that you can print and fill it in how you feel convicted to fill it in. I also in there have posters that list the feast dates for four, maybe five, maybe four, I'm, I'm forgetting right now, sorry, um, different calendars so that you can know. So if you hang out with people like me who do the Sighted Moon Israel calendar, I can go and, you know, I have a calendar in there and a feast poster that tells when those folks are doing the feast. So um, that might be helpful to you. But if you don't know when, I guess do it on the Jewish calendar um, or the same as the people that you plan to party with. And I hope you have people to party with. The feasts are not necessarily meant to be done alone. You're supposed to have a holy convocation. You're supposed to be with people. So do your best to to find people and, and make your own party if you have to. Invite people to your home and, and do the feast together. Uh, Passover is for people who are in covenant <laughs> with Yahovah, and I will let you decide what that means. Um, and it is for, it's for the Father's people. It's for His children. And the purpose, of course, is to remember. It's to remember redemption. The first redemption when he rescued his people, the Israelites, from slavery in Egypt. And then the most important redemption of all when he sent his son to die for us on a stake and rescued us from eternal death. So if that's not something to remember, I don't know what it is. This is why we do Passover. And the scriptures tell us we do it to help our children remember. So many of the feasts, we we make them about the adults and we cater to the adult style of service and everything else. But man, Passover, I think the scriptures are clear. It's to teach our children so they don't forget. You know, after the Exodus for centuries, the creator called himself, I am Yahovah who took you out of Egypt. We're supposed to know that he's the one who did it and don't we dare ever forget it. And Passover helps us to do that. And then, of course, the even 
bigger picture that um, through his son, through faith in Yeshua, we can have this eternal rescue, this eternal rest, this eternal salvation that is promised us one day. We're not there yet. This world is a messed up place for sure. So messed up. But we're looking for something better and it's promised to us. And so we do Passover to remember that as well. Um, as far as what to do at Passover, there are biblical commands, things that we ought to do when we do the Passover meal. And then there are traditions or added things that people have added over the years. It's important that you know the difference. And in the blog post and in that download kit, I very carefully outline the difference. Now, I do some traditions. I don't do all of the Jewish traditions in my Passover, but I do some of them. But it's most important that I do the biblical commands and for you as well. So if you don't want to do the traditions, you don't have to. Um, that's that's the whole thing to study. Now, I, what I will tell you is there's not a lot of time now before Passover. We're coming up on like less than a week. <laughs> so you're going to, if you're on social media, you're going to start to see lots of discussions, some of them rather lively about what should and should not be done at Passover and for the feast. And, you know, part of it is that we get the leaven out of our homes. And so people get really passionate about discussing, and we should be passionate about trying to obey correctly about what is leaven to get out of our homes. Is it yeast? Is it baking powder? Is it just my sourdough starter? If you're new to doing all of this, don't let those discussions discourage you. Just decide what you're going to do and do it that way for this Passover. And then before next Passover comes, take some time throughout the year and study it. And maybe you'll change. I have changed how I do these things over the years, believe me. And that's okay to change. Uh, it's it's important that we be open-minded to being wrong because we've all been wrong. That's for sure. That's why we're all here is because we used to be really, really wrong in not doing Passover at all. You know, the, the mainstream Christian church does communion once a month. They don't even know that, like, that's Passover. <laughs> They're just supposed to do it once a year at Passover. But anyway, I digress. So we can be wrong, but you have to start somewhere. So here's what I want to encourage you, sisters. More than ever tonight, I am convinced that the Father does not want us doing, or I'm sorry, the enemy, the enemy, Satan, does not want us doing Passover. Um, he was determined from the beginning to change the times and the seasons and the Moedim and get us confused about the schedule and get us bickering with one another and to get us to give up on this altogether. And if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling like you're somehow not good enough to do Passover, now we ought to approach Passover with clean hearts towards the Father and towards one another with no anger or bitterness towards a brother or sister. Um, Paul says that approaching Passover like that will cause us to be sick or even die. So that's a serious thing. So you have to get right with people before you you take the bread in the cup. But if you're feeling like you're just somehow not good enough for Passover, you don't know enough to do Passover, you're not smart enough to do Passover, sister... If you're in covenant 
with a creator of the universe, I think you're supposed to do Passover with a clean heart. Not perfect knowledge, but with a clean, circumcised heart bent towards obedience, desiring to do his will, desiring to keep this really important date with him. And to give up on it because you feel ill-equipped is kind of a cop-out. Don't cop out. Because <laughs> you're the one who's going to miss out. Because Passover is going to come. It just depends. Whether you do it or not, Passover will come and Passover will go for this year, 2023. It just depends on if you're going to join in. Are you going to join in with, I think, already there are millions of people around the globe doing this. I started doing Passover in, I think, early 2014. And there were already, I think at that time, hundreds of thousands of people like me who were raised Christian, mainstream Christian. Now I think it's in the millions. And we tend to get tunnel vision and think everybody's like us. They're all English speakers. Oh, no, no. There are people of every tongue, every tribe, and every corner of the planet doing Passover. In their own way, some more right than others, some more wrong than others, whatever. They're all trying to honor the Father's command and to remember redemption and to be thankful that Yeshua came here for us and that he suffered and was buried and rose again on the, well, after three days (laughs) for us because you are loved. And if you... If you trample on that and you think, oh, I'm not loved, I'm not good enough, then you're you're giving up. Don't give up. If he opened your eyes to this, I think that's a miracle. Like, I don't know why he opened my eyes to these feasts and to Sabbath and all of this stuff. I was a nobody. I still am a nobody. I was nothing special in my church. I wasn't a Bible scholar. I'm still not a Bible scholar. <laughs> He just uses regular schmucks, sisters. And he, if he showed you this, if he, because while I say there's millions of us doing this, there's way more people not doing it. And so if you're one of those chosen ones, one of the elect, and he opened your eyes to see that Passover matters and you don't do it, that's not good. <laughs> don't skip it. You have to do it. Do it the best you can. Do the biblical commands. If you want to add some traditions, that's fine. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to invite people over. If you want to do it with just your family, you can. This is actually a fairly intimate meal. It can be absolutely done with just your family in your house. It can be done with paper plates. You can make sloppy joes and put it on flatbread. Make some flatbread, buy some flat tortillas or some matzah. You can buy matzah on Amazon. You're supposed to eat some unleavened bread. You're supposed to have some bitter herbs. You're supposed to have some wine or some grape juice. You're supposed to remember his body that was broken for you. This is not hard. He tells us that these commands are not hard. We make it hard. We make it complicated. But you can keep it very, very simple because his commands are not too hard. And don't squish other people. Sometimes online I see people saying these things. You're not good enough to do Passover. I think that's between you and the Father. 
You know, there, I mean, there's so many clues in scripture that this is really important to the father, not even just clues, but blatantly do this. But one of the evidences in scripture that Passover is really important is he actually gives us a second chance to do it. Go, go look for verse in the verses in scripture about second Passover. Passover is such an important covenant meal, date, moedim, appointment with the father that he says, if, if for certain reasons that you aren't able to do this meal with me when it's supposed to be done, I'm going to give you a second chance a month later. That's how important this is to him. So don't skip it. Please, please, please do Passover. If you don't want to use my materials, that's okay. There are a ton. There are so many now, like Haggadahs, programs, blog posts, podcasts, things that you can get about like Messianic Passovers, Christian Passovers, because you want to do a Passover that is centered around Yeshua. I do think that's important because if Yeshua is not a, a pretty big part of your Passover, I think you're missing the point. But there are so many resources. Find one that you like. Find one that suits you and use it and do Passover. I don't care if you use my stuff. <laughs> I don't care one single bit. I just want this podcast is just to encourage you to do it, to be blessed by it, to not um, to make it an act of worship. And not an act of showy offy. It's, I mean, we will all post pictures, and I even have a magazine like talk about like showy offy. I actually publish a magazine where I show pictures of people's Passover tables, but ladies, that's not the point. That's fun. That's icing on the cake. That's like extra. The point is worship, and the point is to remember, and the point is to teach our children. If you do those three things, you're doing Passover well. So go do it, enjoy it, um, and do go to my Facebook page and post pictures. No matter how big, how fancy, how small, how humble, man, I think Yeshua and the disciples did a lot of very humble Passovers. He was a humble man on this planet. He was not a showy, offy savior. So when I ask for pictures and stuff, I really, truly don't want just the big fancy ones. I think we all need to encourage each other in all the ways that we do Passover. Um, all right, that's it, sisters. Go do Passover and have fun. It doesn't have to all be this somber, um, solemn ceremony. It can be fun. Like my kids and I, we crank the music sometimes, drink parts of the Passover, some of the cups that we take are, are serious, but a lot of the time, like we're cranking the music, we're having fun. You know, it's, it is a celebration. There is one feast throughout the year. That's not a party, but this one is, it can, I think it can be fun and you can laugh. And at the end you can sing hymns and worship that he did redeem us twice and yet again to come. That's something to celebrate, and that is something to worship, and that is something to teach our children about. So, sisters, thank you for listening. Um, be encouraged. And if you're on social media, leave comments and encourage one another. Don't don't discourage one another. We're supposed to encourage each other because he's coming soon. Thank goodness. <laughs> he's coming soon. Talk to you later. Bye.